The following podcast will contain explicit material and subject matter that some people may find disturbing and or upsetting. You have been warned. Oh, you didn't know? Yo ass better call somebody! Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children all over the world. It is my distinct pleasure to bring to you the best goddamn podcast in the world! It's Creepy Motherfucking Mike! Alright, alright, alright. <laughs> yes! Oh, man. How the fuck is everybody? Holy shit, it has been forever since I have spoken to y'all. Good God! Oh my god, I figured, um, you know, we had a whole bunch of stuff going on um, here at the house, so, jeez, <laughs> alright, so here's what I'm going with, um, just recently we had the uh, the winter solstice, so on the 21st, um, so guess what, new season, new season, <laughs> so uh, winter being the first season in season four, you, you get where I'm going with this. Holy shit. How the fuck is everybody? Good Lord. Oh, man. Okay, so today is December 26, 2020. It is 1.22 in the afternoon. My name is Creepy Mike. I am sitting here, and you guys are listening to the best goddamn podcast in the world. Holy shit. Uh, at the moment, I'm drinking coffee, hanging out with my cat. Uh, I'm in my dining room and I'm looking out the window uh, here in Manchester, New Hampshire. It is a beautiful and sunny day outside. I don't see any uh, any snow. Oh, hi, mischief! Uh, my cat just jumped up on the table. I don't know. If, <laughs> I don't know if you guys heard her in the background there. She she meowed at me when she jumped up. Um, her name is Mischief. And here's a fun fact: five years ago today, Mischief officially became. Um, a part of our family, but not in the way people are thinking. It was just five years ago today that I stopped keeping her being in the house a secret from my wife. So <laughs> Previously, when we had moved in, um, my, my kids had seen the cat and she had come by a few times and my wife would always tell me, don't let the cat in the house because she used to hang out on the porch. Um, I guess the people that used to live here would feed her and, and uh, pet her and stuff. And then my wife would go to work, and I'd get home from the gym, and I'd let the cat in the house. And then um, <laughs> then the house almost caught fire, and we had to have the doors open, and uh, the cat just came in and hung out like she normally did. And my wife kind of figured out that I'd been uh, hanging out with her in the house the whole time. So that's how that went, and it was <laughs> Oh, man, that coffee's hot. I just burned the shit out of my throat. Anyway, uh, so, since the last time we have spoken, uh, only a really, really only a few major things have come up that warrant uh, me discussing it. Uh, first one, obviously, is, um, excuse me, we had the holiday, uh, the holidays happen, so we had, uh, we had Christmas, um, we had Hanukkah, we had, um... Uh, what was the other one? Uh, Kwanzaa starts today. 
We had um, Saturnalia, the uh, Roman celebration named for the uh, for the god uh, the god Saturn, which was uh, insane. And um, there was oh Yule. Uh, we uh, currently uh, just finished uh, Yule, so um, that's all of the holidays, I guess, that happened this month. Um, yeah, holy crap, it's been insane. But the really cool thing. The uh, COVID-19 virus has been um, uh, permitted for use. So, yeah. Oh, also, uh, something else that really, really neat that happened was uh, ACDC finally released their album, uh, Power Up. So I kind of thought that, you know, I thought I'd play... I I listened to some of the tracks and I like... I really like Realize. So... I'm going to go ahead and play that one. Um, it's ACDC Realize, and I'll talk to you all on the other end of this.
So, as I was saying just before, and that, that song's awesome, by the way. It's it's a really good song. I was I was uh, I actually watched a couple of the videos for the song, and it's <laughs> it's kind of weird because the the videos and the songs don't really add up. Um, it's really really strange because what. You, it's hard to describe. I'm sorry. I'm a little distracted. I'm watching the cat across the street. Uh, looks like she's yeah. She's chasing. <laughs> she's chasing a mouse, and the mouse is kicking her ass. It might be chipmunk actually. Uh, anyway, so the video for some of these songs it's really weird because um, they don't quite quite uh, uh, line up. So it's 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 music, and it's pretty good music. And then when you you know when you're listening, and then you look, and it's a bunch of old guys. <laughs> <laughs> just hang it out and they move around so slowly uh it's just weird you guys have to check out the videos um you know they're available you can see them on on uh, on uh, youtube and stuff um <laughs> i'm losing my damn mind my cat's like what are you doing uh so anyway like i was mentioning before um covid covid vaccine uh very huge very very huge um you know, it's very interesting when you when you stop and you think about the vaccine. Um, when you look at soup to nuts, when they started looking for a vaccine uh, to the current uh, day, um, it's really only been about seven or eight months because you figure February is when we've really started hearing about it. Um, March, they closed down the gym. Uh, April, it really started getting kind of insane. So from then to now, I'm going to call it eight months. Um, um, so, you know, that it's, it's interesting. Um, and I think, I think the reason why it's so interesting is when you really consider how vaccines are made. I was talking to my wife about this the other day. When you, when you really think uh, how vaccines are made, it, it's quite interesting. Um, so, you know, it, <sighs> It really is kind of cool. So, you know, we're going to get into that a little bit more. Um, um, uh, we're going to get into that a little bit more uh, in a minute. Um, you know, what's really neat about this whole thing is just the insane amount of, of work these scientists do. Um, so, yeah. So, <laughs> so, you know, when you really... Uh, it's really cool. Uh, I really, really dig it. You know, I was trying to figure out where I was going to go with this, and I, and I lost my track of thought. So I lost my train of thought. Excuse me, I lost my thought train. My phone was ringing, and all this other stuff was going on. So instead, uh, I'm just going to play another song because it's going to take me a little while to realize what's going on. Um, any of you guys who listen to my shows recently uh, have figured out that I really like this guy, uh, Leo Morcielli or Morchioli, and he's out of uh, Denmark. Um, he does metal songs to all kinds of stuff. I'll put my, I'll put the link to, to his YouTube page up. But uh, check out this one. It's Kiss from a Rose. It's, a, it's the cover from the song that Seal did uh, way back when, when he did uh, uh, Batman. So check it out. It's Leo.
inside of me Love A drug that's the high not to pill But did you know that when it snows My eyes become large And the light that you shine can be Mistake. It wasn't when he was doing Batman. It was when he was doing the soundtrack for uh, the Batman film. And I'm trying to remember. I want to say it was 94. It was the one with Val Kilmer in it. Um, I think it was 94. But anyway, yeah, kick-ass tune. So, uh, yeah, the vaccine, the vaccine, the vaccine. So my wife is a nurse. Um, 
And she went and got the vaccine today, and I think it's fantastic. And she got the, uh, so there's like a whole, there's like three or four of them either out there. The one from Pfizer's, the one that needs to be sub-zero temperature, and you get it uh, two weeks or three weeks apart. And then there's the one from Moderna, which is the one that she got today. Um, and it's, uh, it's a lot more stable. You just need to put it in a regular fridge, and she'll have to go back in 28 days to get uh, to get the second round, so... Oh, well, she's actually home now, so... <laughs> All right, I gotta, uh, I gotta go help her. Um, this isn't going the way I wanted to. It really isn't. Uh, <laughs> All right, check it out. So I'm, I'm gonna go help her, and uh, in the meantime, y'all listen to some Panic at the Disco. Um, yeah, it, it, this is my favorite song to listen to when I'm doing squats, so uh, enjoy. Ladies and gents, this is the moment you've waited for You've been searching in the dark, sweat soaking through the floor And buried in your bones, there's an ache that you can't ignore Taking your breath, stealing your mind And all that was real is left behind Don't fight it, it's coming for you, running at you It's only this moment, don't care what comes after your fever dream, can't you see, getting closer Just surrender, cause you feel the feeling taking over It's fire, it's freedom, it's flooding open It's the preacher and the puppet and your blind devotion There's something breaking at the bridge of every wall that's holding all that you know talking talking about the vaccine um and my wife getting it and all that so it really is kind of crazy that they were able to come full circle with this thing in a manner of speaking um 
to get this vaccine. Uh, so I, I'm me personally, I'm thrilled about it. I think it's great. Uh, and I, and I'm, I'm super excited to see how quickly it's actually going to work. Um, and I'm also super curious about, I think what we're going to see is unfortunately when you start rolling it out to this many folks, uh, we're going to run into issues with, I don't want to say side effects, but I want to say reactions to maybe, maybe things that we weren't expecting. So it'll be, it'll be very interesting to find out, uh, how that's going to work. But, uh, I'm stoked about it. That was me turning up the microphone. Sorry. Um, I'm stoked about it. So what else has happened? Oh yeah. The, uh, the election, the election, the election, the election. So <sighs> Joe Biden. Joe motherfucking Biden. I have never made any secrets that I am a Republican or a Trump supporter. And part of me was thinking that it's it was possible that if, you know, if, if mumbly Joe got in, that he might do a decent job. And I'm not trying to second guess the guy before he even starts. Um, but when you look at a few things, particularly... When he was first, first considering running mates, and people were talking about it, and he had been told, and I can't remember the name of the person that told him. It was, I think it was Pete Buttigieg. I can't remember, but somebody had told him that he wouldn't join him as his running mate. That he should make, that he should pick a woman of color as his running mate. Now. Then, you know, after some back and forth, he went and he picked uh, Kamala Harris. So my first problem is is pretty straightforward. Um, you chose a, a running mate not based on, not necessarily based on their abilities, but based on the color of their skin and their nationality. Now, I personally have a problem with that because... On the one hand, the message seems to be, hey, uh, we shouldn't be um, focusing on people just because of the color of their skin from the Democrats' point of view. We shouldn't be focusing on people because of the color of their skin, you know, and everybody's equal and, you know, we're all past that. But on the other hand, um, let's focus on people because of the color of their skin and their and their nationality and their origins. So there's that. Um you know, and then there's the fact that he's, if you if you go and you look at at what uh, what Sleepy Joe is doing, and, and uh, I'll I'll dive back into it here in a little while, probably the next podcast next month, because you know it's already this end of January or December. He's taken a lot of folks that were in Obama's cabinet in some way, shape, or form, and he's giving them jobs, lip service, things of that nature. Um, and he's also taking uh, folks that um, was very clear that he should be distancing himself from, and he's giving them <clears throat> he's giving them jobs and all that jazz. Uh, it's very clear that his current this administration is going to look a lot like the Obama administration and that's that's scary. Uh, it's scary for a couple reasons. One, that's scary for anybody who believes in, in gun rights uh, the way I do. Um, it's, it's 
it's scary because he's going to continue the the Obama administration um, attempts to come get your guns. Um, it's scary because you're literally looking at a retread. So you're, you're looking at the same um, you're looking at the same points, the same agenda, and you're looking at uh, the same methods of accompanying uh, accomplishing those points and agendas. Um, just rewrapped. Now, that's that's scary for a lot of reasons, but mainly um, we're looking at things like DACA being expanded upon, Obamacare being expanded upon. We're looking at the the wall that was started being torn down. We're looking at um, a few other things regarding undocumented uh, visitors. I guess is the correct term, but I'm going to call them what they are. Illegal motherfucking aliens um, coming to visit our country. And the other thing that's more concerning is we're looking at tax hikes and we're looking at job cuts versus with Trump. It was kind of the other way around. He created jobs, lowered taxes. Uh, We're looking at rejoining the Paris Agreement, the Paris Accord, whatever you want to call it. Um... We're looking at reworking NATO again. We're looking at reworking NAFTA, um, the North Atlantic Free Trade Agreement. Uh, sorry, North Atlantic Free Trade Agreement. Um, NATO is going to be retooled because there's going to be more of a vested interest in it now that we have a Democrat who's willing to do whatever the fuck he has to do to stay on certain people's good terms. Um, so we're looking at a lot of stuff that's probably not going to be good for us. The other thing we're looking at is Nancy Pelosi, uh, a few months back, I think it was back in, I want to say August or September, was starting a a process of pushing through uh, an an adaptation of the the 25th Amendment, specifically um, the part that grants the, well, basically grants grants a a coup. Um, All that really has to happen is enough people in Congress to include the vice president would have to sign off that the president is unfit for his duties and then basically the president is usurped he becomes moot Um, and then the vice president would take over but previously she had tried to float the idea of impeaching both of them which would have left her as the number three person in charge um, in the driver's seat now if she gets her way regarding the 25th Amendment, you're looking at the possibility of a president being able to be removed due to mental defect. Now, that is incredibly suggestive and dangerous because what you're looking at is, first and foremost, um, I, I believe then and I do now that this Joe Biden cat's a, he's a puppet. He's going to be, um, he's a figurehead only. Basically, what you're going to see is you're going to see Kamala Harris and Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer um, trying to run the country, at least for the next two years before the midterms. And what we're going to end up with is a lot of puppet legislature, a lot of uh, a lot of stalemates. You might see some vetoes. You're going to see a real, real uptake in uh, executive orders. And it's it's kind of scary. And I think what's going to happen is before the midterms, if her amendment gets passed, you're going to see um, if he's not physically removed from office, 
uh, you're going to see a lot of the actions that he takes being uh, thwarted. Um, and you're going to see a lot of back and forth. And the other thing is with his age, I don't think he survives his term, you know. And uh, me personally, I think this is a, a ploy to get a, um, a mixed-raced female into the big chair going through the back door, um, you know. Call me what you want. I'm not a racist or a sexist. I'm just calling what I see. <sighs> and it's kind of freaking scary. And, you know, and I know I'm, I'm not the only one that, that doesn't like it. But let's see. I mean, we'll give him half a chance to see what happens. Anyway, um, you know, just thinking about all this stuff is, ugh. So it's, it's not good. It's not a good thing. Um, you know, I think I need, uh, I think I need to play a, yeah. I need to play a song to make myself feel better. So, um, the song I'm gonna play it's it's called "Who the Fuck Is That." It's it's kind of an old school hip hoppy rappy song from not too long ago. So enjoy it. I own the club. That's right. Uh-huh. Hey, Con. That's right. Hey. Dollar dollar. Hey. Special in strip club. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Convict. Uh-huh. Convict. Trigger like I'm pulling on these hoes 
the magic city, nigga, anything goes. So impatient, can't wait the club close. I'll be in the Lambo, park outside the door. Hey, I hit the club with a mug, so mean, got them niggas like, who the fuck is that? <laughs> yes, who the fuck is that, T-Pain? Oh, man. <laughs> I don't know, there's just something about that song. Anyway, um... So, you know, I had mentioned that uh, <laughs> I had mentioned that that uh, the incoming administration is going to make things difficult, and uh, I thoroughly believe that. I so I believe that if if uh, if you have um, any inclination towards buying a gun and stock it up on ammunition, you don't have much time. Um, you're in the sunset period of the Republican agenda, and you know it's kind of scary when you think about it. You know, and I'm looking at this. I'm looking at this the way I look at Star Wars. You know, if uh, if anybody ever watched episodes one, two, and three, specifically episode three, where it shows uh, Palpatine becoming the Emperor, and he explains that the Empire or the uh, that the Republic is being reorganized into the First Galactic Empire, I think that's what we're seeing now. Um, and I think what you're going to see is you're going to see a bunch of people trying to jam through a bunch of legislation. Uh, to get their way about it, and then taking tantrums when it doesn't happen. Thank God for freaking midterms. The midterm elections are going to be huge. You're going to see, uh, at least in New Hampshire, and you know, I don't know about the rest of the country specifically, but New Hampshire, um, the governor here, Governor Sununu, uh, it looks like he's positioning himself for a run in two years. Uh, and I think he's going to try to take after... Uh, I don't think he's going to take after uh, Maggie Hass, and I think he's going to go for Gene Shaheen's seat. Um, or he might even go and go down to uh, go after Pappas's chair. But anyway, um, that's that. So <laughs> I got uh, I got one last one last thought for, for today. Um, huh. Looks like my... Hmm. Well, I got a friend request from somebody that I don't recognize, so I'm going to ignore that. Uh, <laughs> but uh, it looks like... It looks like... Looks like the weather is is crummy all throughout um, the country, but it's supposed to cool down. So uh, anyway, the la my last thought is uh, the NFL. Good lord, the NFL! It's actually kind of insane when you look at who's in it, who's in the hunt, who's been eliminated. Patriots eliminated. Um, you look at Tampa Bay; they they have a, a chance, but it the uh, it's rapidly becoming less of a chance. You look at the Raiders, who for the first time in a long time have a very strong chance of, of maybe not maybe not making it to the big dance, but uh, a decent run into the postseason. Um, you know, then you got you got a couple of other teams who are making noise. Buffalo is making noise. Who would who would have thought Buffalo would be making some noise? Uh, granted, they're not where they need to be, but man, they're they are showing they are showing some stuff. Uh, same thing with. Miami, they've got spurts, um, and then you look down at, uh, you know, uh, obviously New Orleans is still, and they're going to continue making a bunch of noise, uh, Pittsburgh's having a rough go of it, uh, looks kind of choppy, but, uh, you know, they could make a decent run, it, it's interesting, it's really interesting, um, and, and the reason I bring it up is because uh, I'm a Patriots guy, but when I look at it, here's my thought, I think when... Belichick knew Brady was leaving, and I think he knew um, 
basically when the last snap was played last the last season, um, I'm pretty sure he knew Brady wasn't coming back. And I think he started moving pieces around and he started getting situated. And I'm pretty sure he was going to take a run at Cam and maybe maybe one or two other quarterbacks, but I'm pretty sure he, he was going to take a run at Cam. So we started building things up, specifically um, started looking at his offensive line, his receivers, and his running backs. And, they, and it looked beautiful the first week. You could see that there was something there that they had planned. And I think what happened was he had planned for certain things and then um, in a very un way, he put most of his eggs in the same basket. And when when COVID came out and a lot of these guys said, you know what, we're not going to play, um, you throw that in with the trades that he had already been accounted for because, um, you know, he's also the GM, so he knows whose contracts are up and who's looking around. And then you look at uh, injuries that happened, and then you look at uh, bringing in a brand new quarterback who's not necessarily new to the system and not being able to have the team work out for an extended period of time. Uh, we weren't even sure if there was going to be a season. And I think what you're seeing is you're seeing a perfect storm of things gathering. And as a result, you're looking at a Patriots team that looks a lot like the Patriots teams of the 90s. And dare I say the 80s when I was a kid who were hit or miss. I mean, you know, throw some shit at the wall and see what sticks kind of thing. I uh, seriously hope that uh, Cam Newton comes back next season. Um, I think Stidham isn't necessarily ready yet. I think he needs a little bit more mentorship. It's a, it's an interesting system that he's trying to learn. And I think, um, you know, if we're looking at uh, the end of the Belichick era, I think maybe he looks at snagging Jimmy G, even though I don't know if he's going to be the same type of quarterback he was. But... Uh, Anyway, so this is going to be it for me today. Um, <laughs> it's it's been fun. I haven't spoken to y'all in a while. I'm gonna I'm gonna leave with uh, I'm gonna leave with with Rev Theory. Um, the name of the song is um, Hell Yeah. So I will talk with you guys next month. Um, but uh, until then. If y'all feel like there's something you want me to discuss, hit me up. You can reach me on Instagram. You can find me on Facebook or you can uh, 603-913-4959. Until then, go fuck yourselves.
Let's go, let's go, let's go. 